What if everything we were told about how to be happy and to live a successful life was wrong? What if the answers to our questions about how to live fully lay directly within ourselves? Hi, I'm Lisa. I help women just like you heal from their limiting beliefs and step into their power by connecting with their bodies. In this podcast, Evolve or Remain, I teach you how, through your human design, my life coaching skills, and spirituality. The payoff is big, and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. Let's make big changes together. Hello, and welcome back to Evolve or Remain, the podcast that focuses on how to reconnect with the body so you can make big changes in your life and ultimately connect with your purpose. So today, I want to talk about manifestation. It's become a huge business that's been trending for the last several years. I'm guessing that you've heard of it. It's on every social media platform, and there's podcasts dedicated to it. Perhaps you're familiar with how it works and what it is, or maybe it's something you're curious about. So I want to start with a definition of manifestation. And for the purpose of this conversation, it is the process of creating something into existence. So one thing I've seen a bunch on social media are people saying things like, I manifested a house on the beach, or I'm living on this life on this island and I manifested everything I ever wanted and you can too. Okay, so does this sound familiar? Well, I'm going to drop something here that most won't want to hear and that is, we will not always have what we want. What you want may not be in alignment with your soul's purpose and what your soul is meant to experience in this lifetime. You don't know better than the source or universe. So when we don't get what we want, then we think we aren't doing it right. But when you begin to show up authentically and you are energetically aligned, things that are meant for you just come. You attract things and opportunities that are aligned with your soul purpose. No amount of manifestation practice will make that Lamborghini or home on a private island or condo in the city come into your life if you weren't meant to attract it. I can help you find what your soul purpose is. This is what I do for my clients and a process that I love. Manifestation is a powerful process, but I honestly would not say it's an easy process. It's a process that takes a lot of insight and work. We have to honestly take time and attention to look deeply within ourselves. It is a beautiful process in which so much is possible, but it's not something that happens with a snap of the fingers, as you see on social media. It doesn't just happen by positive thinking. So let's get into this. Manifestation became an internet wellness craze after the book The Secret came out in 2006, in which the concept of manifestation was explained that positive things will happen to you only if you think positive thoughts. This book was ridiculed on many fronts when it was released because people took it to an extreme saying, oh, well, if I have a terminal disease, then I can just think positive and it will go away. Well, sure, that's extreme. But this book has sold millions of copies and is among the most successful self-help books of all time. So let's get into this here. 
The concept of positive thoughts yielding positive things is really related to and begins with the law of attraction. And what is the law of attraction? Well, there are several elements and laws of attraction, but for this conversation about manifestation, we're going to focus on the law of manifestation, which states that our thoughts and our feelings create our reality. And what we focus on is what we manifest in our lives. Let's say that again. What we focus on is what we manifest in our lives. That means that we have some control of what we achieve or manifest. We just have to focus on our thoughts. Wow. Okay. So this brings to mind things like affirmations, positive thoughts, and focusing on positivity as much as possible. But does this work to manifest? Why or why not? What is the science behind it, if any? All these questions arise. I'm going to get into the science of manifestation neurologically, which involves a bit of diving into understanding how the brain functions. There's a reason for it, and I will try to keep things practical and relatable and try not to dig too deeply and get too detailed into this, but I think it's really helpful. So I want to say here on a personal note that my interest in the neurological or brain-centered focus of manifestation stems from my fascination with the brain and how it works. I've been a speech-language pathologist for over 25 years, and this requires a strong background in neuroanatomy and neurophysiology because we work with patients who have suffered from strokes, brain injuries, and many other neurological disorders. An important term to understand here is neuroplasticity, which is the ability of the brain to rewire itself and form and reorganize synaptic connections especially in response to learning or experiencing following an injury. So this is the crossover here into what we're discussing with manifestation. My brain injured and stroke patients that have suffered true brain damage have injured the pathways in their brain. There are pathways that are no longer functioning because of the event. So for example, if a patient is having trouble speaking or forming sentences, they can benefit from my help in therapy as we work practicing these skills so the brain can rewire itself and learn new ways of doing things, new ways of processing information. In this way, the brain is evolving and growing and developing new pathways and is changing all the time depending upon what you're focusing on. The same way that the brain can rewire new pathways after injury, it can rewire itself from limiting beliefs, feelings of unworthiness, and other issues that hold us back from manifesting the life we truly want to live. These are usually subconscious beliefs, old patterns from programming that we didn't even realize we had, and even from trauma. Perhaps someone wants to manifest a dream job or a car or a house on a beach, It's so important to recognize that to have success in manifesting these things, we must be coming from a place that is aligned with who we are and what we want for our purpose. So if you're just saying, I want to manifest a Lamborghini, and you're coming from a place that you don't really feel worthy of these material things, and you just want them for shallow and materialistic reasons, most likely manifestation won't really amount to anything. 
So what we really need to do first is to address the subconscious beliefs that are holding us back. Numbing is something that holds us back from manifesting, and it's important to understand. We all participate in numbing behaviors in this society. The important piece is to recognize that we have them. Awareness is the first stage in change. Examples of numbing behaviors are things like just scrolling on social media excessively, watching TV in order to procrastinate or avoid doing something that's more productive, being on our cell phones all the time, excessive online shopping, overeating, binge eating. It's an endless list that also includes drug and alcohol use, of course. The awareness and recognition is the first step to moving away from these numbing behaviors. Once we know what numbing behaviors we're participating in and our patterns, we can then attempt to have a healthy relationship with the numbing behavior. We can look and see, are we avoiding? Take the time to feel and look at what we're doing and why. If we're numbing out on these negative behaviors, our brain is rewiring to accommodate them. So neuroplasticity can work in a negative or a positive way, depending on what we choose to do. Reinforcing these negative addictive behaviors will make it difficult to change, grow, and manifest the things that we want and live the life we really want to live. If you're numbing and you're not really working to learn about yourself, become familiar with your true essence, looking to discover your purpose, your manifestation goals will stem from shallow, materialistic desires. This will then affect your thinking and your neural pathways, and in other words, on your brain functioning, which of course your environment has an effect on. Evaluating our behaviors and patterns is very difficult to do by ourselves. Our subconscious beliefs and conditioning go back so far in our lives that we don't really have a good perspective to do this individually. As a coach, I have an opportunity to work with my clients and help them to figure out what numbing behaviors they're participating in and then how to change them, tweak them or lessen them in order to manifest what they truly want in their lives. Numbing is a form of addiction, period. An interesting example of a numbing behavior is over-exercising. So numbing can be a behavior that we used to participate in in a healthy way, which turns into something unhealthy when we overdo it. Over-exercising may develop when people have a fear of not being able to maintain their weight or their fitness level. We have to ask, is the exercise for weight loss? Is the weight loss goal healthy? Does it offer balance in our lives? Is it conducive to the rest of our life flowing well? Are we doing it too much and for the right reasons? Numbing can be something that used to be good for you and you were motivated to do it to get some type of reward initially, but then you began to overdo it and it's no longer good. When it tips over into the bad end of the spectrum, that's when it becomes numbing. Other examples of numbing could be working excessive hours without having boundaries between work and home life, right? I think the Carl Jung quote is perfect in this conversation. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Once the deep inner work has been done, like recognizing our patterns and changing them, manifestation can be easy. Oftentimes we need to go back and work on these subconscious beliefs, finding a process 
that's deeper than surface level desires or materialistic means. In the end, we must do the work or the issues will just keep arising and manifestation will not happen. Again, coaching is a huge help here. I work with clients to change their subconscious beliefs and to get to the root of what is holding them back so they can move forward and manifest easily and in a smooth, flowy way. Numbing is a way of repressing our emotions and disconnecting from our bodies. We need to experience our emotions, but they need to be regulated to a good range. So if someone is in a state of repressing their emotions and decided that they wanted to start being positive and manifesting their dream house and telling themselves, oh, I'm happy, I'm great. That's an example of working on a surface level. The subconscious work needs to be done and we need to find examples in real life to find where you have your needs met. Who is there for you? What are you doing for yourself to meet your needs, for example? The environment that you create around you is of the utmost importance. Who we surround ourselves with, the attitude of these people, how we are treated by them, how we feel around those people in our environment, the actual physical space that we spend time in, are we comfortable in it? How does it make us feel? Our job, the job we're doing, how, we, how do we feel about it? All of these things are part of our environment and affect our ability to manifest. Other environmental factors are what we eat, what we drink, what we expose ourselves to on social media, TV, what we read, podcasts that we listen to, all affect us and our aura and our environment, and they can help our subconscious to heal or to stay stuck. I urge you to consider all of this in your world. When we start making choices that feel right in our environment, setting up boundaries that work for us, things start aligning and moving in the right direction. This is another wonderful way that coaching can guide you through the process of setting boundaries and deciding when environmental factors are negative and not working for you. I work with my clients to create appropriate boundaries, remove toxic elements in their environments, which are often hard to see without help. Things really start to shift when this process begins. It's a beautiful process. If your environment is not conducive to your brain, myelinating, connecting, and growing, if it includes critical people who don't want to see you succeed, this is a neural environment that will block you and keep you in a state of negativity and manifesting is going to be harder work. Alignment, which is the goal for manifestation, should feel like peace, satisfaction in life, enthusiasm. And this alignment is a feeling that we all need to recognize and experience so that we can check back in with our bodies again and again to see if we've achieved it. When we are well aligned and have done the inner subconscious work, we need to start asking for what we want, voicing it, putting it out in the universe, telling others, making choices that align with our goals and taking action. If we look at life as though we all came into this world completely whole and innately worthy of anything we want, then the universe's only intention is to help us get back into our authenticity and onto our divine path. Then the goal is to shift the way we show up in the world and the level of worthiness that we project so we can align into what we truly desire and deserve. 
For this process to work, we must let go of how it comes to pass. Letting go of control and letting go of overthinking is key. When we look at life as though the universe is conspiring to help and support us at all times for our greater good, then we see that life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. Challenges are beneficial when we see them clearly for what they are and make aligned choices from a place of ease and awareness. The flowy state only really happens, though, when we have worked through the patterning and the conditioning. Love and fear are choices. Choose love and don't let fear take you out of what you were meant to achieve. So many of us choose our path out of fear, disguised as practicality. What we want seems so out of reach. It's okay to ask the universe for what you want. So I can really relate to this, and I'm sure we all can when we look at examples. It's scary to make big changes in our lives, even when we know what we want. To leave a job that we've been comfortable in for many years, have great coworkers but aren't really growing and learning anymore. Taking a leap and applying for a job we really want, but is in a new city and maybe requires abilities that we don't fully have developed yet, but we want to try. So applying for it and going for it is a huge step into being magnetic, aligned to our purpose, and growing in a positive way. This is not a step that someone who is stuck in old patterns, low self-worth, would be able to achieve. We have neural pathways, which is how we map the world around us, and default pathways that we go from old patterning, like low self-worth and I'm not good enough, into I'm deserving of whatever I want. What is a neural pathway? It's a series of connective nerve cells or neurons along which electrical impulses travel within the brain and body, releasing chemical messages between them, which helps the electrical impulse travel to the next nerve cell. And these are the pathways that lay the foundation for your cognition and thinking, subconscious beliefs, your actual thoughts and emotions, and your habits and your behavior patterns. This is the foundation from where you manifest. The more neurons there are and the thicker the pathway they create becomes the most energy efficient pathway. If a default pathway is numbing through social media or shopping or eating or whatever, then your brain continues to use that old numbing pathway over and over again, keeping you in a loop of numbing behaviors. You can create a new neural pathway that is stronger than the existing one and shift into accessing a new one more regularly and not defaulting to old ways of operating. It's like creating a new software in your brain and upgrading it. Part of this remapping and creating new software is the work of a coaching relationship. We uncover limiting beliefs that have existed for various reasons and reinforce new beliefs of worthiness and ability to live fully. Conscious reinforcement is feeling a positive emotion strongly in our conscious state. The deep inner work that I've been referring to is the hardest work in the adult brain because it's changing subconscious beliefs that are driving your thinking patterns or your behaviors. We work on changing the emotion that's related to an old memory that was Create that created the belief to begin with. So for instance, if someone's working on creating a new belief and acceptance around, I am successful. 
If that person has a history of seeing themselves as a failure in their life for various reasons, which could be related to relationships or their job or success or making money, they need to change the emotion around the memories of not being successful to begin to feel worthy of all the success that the universe has for them. So if we're having a bad day or going through a tough time, we may think of ourselves to ourselves, I'll never be successful. So here's what happens neurologically when the brain gets present and is ready to reprogram. We quiet our thoughts and then neuroplasticity goes like this. The hippocampus plays a major role in emotion and memory in our brain and the amygdala regulates emotions. Those two areas work together and that emotional information gets distributed to the outer cortex and the prefrontal part of our brain, which works with the limbic part of the brain to regulate emotions. When we are dysregulated emotionally, so that's when we feel anxious or we're focusing on negative thoughts that happened in the past, then the communication between the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala and hippocampus is biased towards being more emotional and predominantly negative emotions. For survival reasons, our brain in a dysregulated state tries to protect us from bringing up memories of the last time we became insecure or remember something that made us feel uncomfortable. So all the memories of not having, not feeling worthy, not having enough money, not feeling successful to stay with that example will continue to blur your vision and perception. By being present, we bring that system into balance, allowing positive emotions to be present will allow the prefrontal cortex to balance those thoughts. Raised awareness means thoughts create our reality. If we say, I'm, I am worthy of success and abundance, we have to believe it. Just stating it and not believing it does nothing. Without the subconscious work, we can't really change and create a new reality. By using focused attention, we take a look at all the ways that we've achieved what we wanted in life. They can even be small things like making a friend that led to various opportunities for us to change internally or a job that provided knowledge and understanding about ourselves and how we function in the world. Without this awareness, we're unable to see the positive and we'll continue to focus on the negative and the old neural pathways and loops will continue and manifestation will be halted. I work with my clients to raise their awareness and get out of this old looping pattern that is holding them back. This retraining the brain is hard work, which takes time and effort. Coaching helps speed it up. We will work to regulate emotions together and recognize what is holding you back. The tipping point is where the new pathway is thicker and stronger than the previous old looping one. So manifestation practices that look like high vibes only, get rid of those low vibes, only positive thinking, just say I'm happy. They won't work because they don't get into all the inner work neurologically that is needed to really change the brain. When the inner work is done, then manifestation is smooth and just beautiful. If not, the focus is superficial and then not so much will happen. Don't be afraid though of a low vibe feeling. That's where the magic is. That's why I say vulnerability is a superpower. And I will talk about this more in the future because I think it's so important. But through our vulnerability is how we can find what we need to work on. Our beliefs are creating our reality 
not thoughts. High self-worth helps you manifest. We need to feel our feelings and look at them and what's triggering us and patterns that we have in order to manifest. That's why coaching can come in to have someone help you see these areas that are blocking you and need to acknowledge all of those things first. We need to experience both highs and survival emotions or lows. Becoming comfortable with experiencing lows or survival emotions and not succumbing to numbing is the key. Feel your feelings. Look at what's going on. It will not take you further from what you want. It will take you closer to the life you want. I was very disconnected from my emotions for a long time because I was afraid to look at them for fear of what I might find and what then that would lead me to. Once I started to really feel my emotions, I was able to align authentically with myself and manifest a way of living that was aligned with my true self. This work is the most important gift that you can give yourself. The connection to self and deep inner work must be completed first in order for the manifestation work to have meaning. There needs to be a connection to our higher self, our more authentic self, and what our purpose is. If we just want material things for the wrong reasons, manifestation doesn't work. We need to be coming from an aligned purpose. This is the work. This is where I can help. It's difficult to see within ourselves where the blocks are in our subconscious thoughts. Inner child work is deep work that addresses changing old patterns and behaviors that may have been present for decades. Working with a coach who has experience in this method and has done the work personally and with others is key to making changes and manifesting the life you want. If you're interested in moving forward and manifesting the life of your dreams from a place of true embodiment with access to my tools, my experience and methods, click on the link in the show notes and get on a call with me. Your life will up level and never be the same. Or join my Facebook group, Evolve or Remain Life Coaching, and gain information about these strategies, techniques, and connect with other like-minded souls. And remember, the greatest gift you can give yourself is your own transformation. Okay, my lovelies, thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If this content resonated with you, I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you are ready for change, join my free Facebook group, Evolve or Remain, where you can connect with me and begin your journey to your purpose. The payoff is big and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. The link is ready for you in the show notes. I'll see you next week.